do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Here we are, Puck and Gas Live. We're on the road at Historic Nickerson Street Saloon. They have opened up the place early for us uh, to get our drink on gas. And uh, we are here today uh, to celebrate uh, a terrific event that's coming up tomorrow. Uh, it is a Georgetown Beer Friday uh, here at the Nickerson Street Saloon where we uh, we find ourselves. We'll be here until 1 o'clock. The, uh, the, the mayor will take over from 1 to 3. Uh, throughout the show, we'll promote what we have coming up tomorrow. But this is like old times for you. This oh, is a, boy. This, this is a stomping ground for, for you. For, for Renee and I, this is, uh, for Renee and me, this is one of the spots. I mean, over the yeah. years, you, you know, every, everybody develops your places you like to go. You know, it's funny, you live in a city with millions of great options, but we all, okay, there's like six places we really yeah, like. Yeah, you really, at the end of the day, and you keep going back to them. We referred to them the places that we liked as our living room because we'd go there to make big decisions. <laughs> So, okay, we got a big life decision we got to make. There's no sense making it here at home where we have stuff that we've already paid for in the fridge. You need alcohol to make a big decision. Let's go somewhere else and pay for more alcohol and more food and not use the stuff we've already bought. And this was one of them over the years. Yeah. I, mean, I was here once, maybe twice, when it was a 318, so I go back yeah. to that far. But mainly the Nickerson Street and, uh, and, and Chris and Tino and the whole crew. It's been such a fun place. I love being in here while it's empty because it reminds me of so many of the bar shows I did. Now, the difference was I did bar shows in bars when it was open, and it would be empty. The owners would walk by and go, is there going to be anybody here to see why, a show? And I'd go, I highly why, doubt it. Why are we paying you yeah. this fee, this uh, great fee under the table? Can I you was, bring some people in? We did We did a ton of shows at a ton of places, yeah. especially in my early days, and I was never great. I mean, like, Softy is great at generating a crowd. Oh, wow. You, Softy goes places and he generates crowds. Because you, when you want to go to the zoo, where, where do you like to go to the zoo? Where's the first place yeah. you like to go? You yeah. like to see the big dumb gorilla hit himself, and, right? That's <laughs> Softy. Let's make sure we see that before we do anything else, kids. Come on over and see us. Remind you of your Uncle Softy. Uh, and, but Softy's great at getting great. Of you hear course. Softy He's, do a show. It's, it's, like, it's like a rock show. Yeah, absolutely. And then you'd hear me and be like, hey, uh, welcome to the Gas Man Show. Hey! You know, it's just Where's like, Gross? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. He's he's been gone for many years now. <laughs> but it, and this place today will be packed when they open yeah. for lunch because it always is. It's a, it's a, yep. it's just a great spot. I've had a lot of cool, funny stories happen here. It's like everything I posted online early this morning was true. Uh, I I have stood right over there by that door, banging. What was a partner's name? Jim. There was a partner named Jim here. Great guy. And I've, I've he's somewhere else. I see him occasionally. And I, I had been, it's the one and only time in my life, I think, I was at a rave. Was, <laughs> Wait a minute. I need a whole hour on so, this. So it's Halloween night 15 years ago. Wow. And Graz and I go out together. Graz is dressed as a nun, and I'm dressed as a priest. I mean, oh it was just God. stupid. And we went to some place in Capitol Hill. Some friend of Levitt's had a bar on Capitol Hill, and we were there to judge a costume contest. Okay. And I'll never forget, it was one of my proudest moments as a broadcaster. So they had us on a wireless mic, and Graz and I are supposed to be telling jokes and judging the contest. And Graz is doing some things, and he hands the mic to me, and I start doing some stuff. And the guy who owned the joint, a guy named Ed, I think, comes over, grabs the mic out of my hand, says, We want Graz to do this because he's funny. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'll, I hope you step in dog crap every day for the rest of your life. How do you like I'm, that? And I'm going right to the bar to drink. How do you Heavily. like them apples? So then we leave there, and so, I remember when we, I, God, I, we were like, it was idiotic. I think we were in the back of a pickup truck or something. It was just crazy. And we drive down to, to, the, to one of the event spaces over here in Fremont, 
and they're having it's a ram. I mean, it's a full on DJ blast, and there weren't bands; it was DJs. And I'm like, man, because I I wasn't like. You know, I would pay so much money to see you and Graz at a rave with a bunch of twenty year olds yeah. dropping acid. I'm going to say Graz. I, I I don't remember actually because I what I do remember well, is you're on the acid. I re- right. <laughs> we got there at like one fifteen, and of I remember course. thinking, you know, I'm looking around. It's like a Tuesday night. I'm like, what the hell are we doing here? Are you working the next day? Yeah, I'm working oh, the next day. God. So I'm like, all right, and I don't. I'm not driving because I'm not an idiot. So. <sighs> So it's about one fifteen, and I think to myself, I think, you know what? It's Halloween night. And I'm like, I, I, I got to get home, and it's going to be hard to get a cab in Fremont. But I bet if I, if I hustle my, my rear end over the bridge and go over to my, my, my friendly place where I, yeah. you know, I come here all the time. I often, when I'm selling stuff, I use their parking <laughs> lot yeah, right yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm like, I, I, I'll go over there, and I'll hook, and I can get a cab over on that side of the water easier. Oh, everything's great. Great plan. I get over here. It's closed. You know, and, and they're like any place. They're like they're supposed to be open until two, but but it's like look, there's nobody in here. It's one o'clock. I'm going to start closing up. The bartender's yeah. the only guy. Left. So I'm I'm looking. I can see somebody moving around, and I'm standing at the door. And as I see it's Jim, I'm like bam, 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 bam. And he looks over. He doesn't recognize me at first. Well, you're dressed up as a nun. I'm, that's a good point. I'm dressed up as a priest. Oh, the priest. That's actually that may be why he didn't recognize. <laughs> like me. why is a guy banging on my door dressed as? A but priest? if a priest is knocking on your door, one of the you're like I better let this guy in. There must yeah. be a problem. So finally, Jim recognizes me. He opens the door, lets me, and I sit down. And, I, I, and the cab's like, it's going to be 25 minutes. And Jim says, I got at least that much work to do so you can sit right here. He took mercy on me, Good. took pity on me and Mike, because otherwise I'm just walking from here to Magnolia at that time of night. <laughs> well, someone's going to pick up a priest at night. And now I'm back to now. I'm not getting karma. I'm not getting into a car with somebody who stops it. Are you a priest? Do you need a ride? I'm not. I'm not doing that. So that was. Uh, I could tell you stories all day, but that's probably my favorite Nickerson Street story ever. Was it in a in a time of swirling clouds and uncertainty? It was my little my little lighthouse, a little beacon flashing in the fog. Ah, well, it has been here for forever here, Nickerson Street Saloon. We're going to be here until three o'clock. Uh, we're celebrating kind of the kickoff, I'd say, the warm-up band uh, to the uh, to the big act that will be tomorrow here at the Nickerson Street Saloon. It's Bob's Brown Ale release, the 13th year that Georgetown Brewery has put this together. They uh, team up, of course, with Nickerson Street Saloon. They unveil the beer uh, coming up tomorrow. It's an honor, and we'll tell this story throughout the day, in honor of their uh, friend, uh, Charles Bob Hirsch, who uh, fought uh, bravely uh, against cancer and that... Uh, you know, it took his life. That cancer's taken many people's lives uh, that you all know. And so Manny, who became friendly with Bob, uh, decided to uh, uh, brew a beer in his honor. Uh, Bob's Brown Ale, of course, then uh, debuted. Obviously, this is, again, the 13th year. And r- the charity that goes to it is the Ronald McDonald House because Bob lived in Alaska. His family had to come down here to go and get uh, treatment at Seattle Children's Hospital. And what happens is Ronald McDonald House here in Seattle serves people from Washington and Oregon and Idaho and Montana and Alaska. You know, when families come down and, and their kids are, are sick, you know, you need long extended stays, and it, it gets pricey. You know, I mean, hotels and, and wherever you wanted to stay. And so Ronald McDonald, Ronald McDonald House came in, stepped up, and since by 1983, I think is when it started, uh, for $30 a night now, uh, an entire family can stay in essentially what is an apartment. 35 years they've yeah, been doing 35 that. 35 years. 35, yeah. think about yeah. that. So 100% of the proceeds that they that they get from Bob's Brown Ale that will debut tomorrow. And the cool thing is they usually only brew one beer. Now they're brewing four total. They've added three new ones. Wow. So all the money that they raise here until all the kegs are empty for Georgetown 
all go there to um, to the Ronald McDonald House here at the Nickerson Street Saloon. Every uh, pint that they sell uh, sell of Bob's all goes 100% to Ronald McDonald House. Uh, they raised all roughly about $100,000 uh, last year. I've said this many times about Georgetown. They are um, oh, beyond great. beyond. I'm trying to think of the right word in terms of giving back to this community. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. unbelievable what they do, yeah. and and for the charity that they do in terms of giving back to the Ronald McDonald House, uh, we couldn't be happy to just be a small part of it uh, to let you know what's happening tomorrow, which the event uh, will kick off tomorrow at 3 o'clock. So we're here today. Uh, Ian will be joining us a little bit later in the show. Uh, the owner of uh, uh, Nickerson, Chris Gerke, will stop on by. Uh, oh, Vanessa no, no. from the Ronald McDonald He's House. He's not coming on the show, is he? Oh, we're gonna put, he, wants, he has begged me to put him on because oh, he, thinks, he thinks actually – he could. This is his next career path. And then, of course, Manny, uh, who uh, is the owner, along with Roger, Manny will stop on by as well, and he will tell you uh, in greater detail about the relationship with Bob and his family, how it got started, and uh, and really how special this event is to those guys. You think about it. I'll, I'll go ahead and and I, I never I never met Bob. I don't know Bob's family, but I'll go ahead and speak for Bob's sure. family. It would be better if he were here today. That being said. How would you like to think your your little legacy you leave on yeah. this rock is that thir- 13 years ago he died? Uh, well, 13 years ago they've been celebrating his life, yeah. So he 13 died in, years. Died in 2005. And they said, I got a beer named after him, and the money yeah. goes to the Ronald McDonald. What a, you know, they, we're all trying to leave just a little scratch on the bedpost down here. Yeah. You know, I was here. That's a hell of a thing to have done. You know, and again, it'd be better if he was here to celebrate with us, but uh, the fact that he's gone and not forgotten, what a what a cool thing. You mentioned the house started Ronald McDonald House back in 1983. They had 20 rooms at that point. Now, now they're up to uh, 80 families can be served per night. A uh, majority of the patients coming from Washington, Alaska, Montana, uh, and Idaho. 28,000 nights of housing each year. Ronald mm-hmm. McDonald House for families. How many? 28,000? 28,000 And that's nights. just in Seattle? Just in Seattle. Because they've got these, I think they've got them in other places. Yes, they do. Yes. So 28,000 just, yeah. just in Seattle. 97% wow. uh, occupancy rate. 450 plus families served annually. You know, families got their own bedroom, two beds, private bath, telephone, television, DVD player, internet. Basically, just make it like like an apartment because you know. Listen, I, I have two small kids, eight and four. It would be, you know, I mean, we live within the city limits, so we wouldn't have to stay there. But if I were living in Montana and I had to bring okay. one of my children over, and you know, every year you you think about this. I was we were joking with uh, with uh, Martino, Chris Martino earlier, who's, who uh, who manages the Nickerson, and we were joking that. And I'm on, I'm on their website last night at the Ronald McDonald House, uh, the the Seattle site, and I'll give out the website in a second. You can donate directly there. But I'm, you know, I'm reading all the stuff, and I'm, I'm like donating everything. Like, here you go. I'm watching videos, and I'm I'm just a waterfall, yeah, you know, and yeah. because no parent ever wants to right. get the news that their child has cancer. And, and and then now you're facing, obviously, of losing your child, then the cost of it, where do we stay, and where do we get treatment, and Seattle Children's is, is just the, the best in the world at, at taking care of that, so uh, whatever small part we can play today, and then obviously yeah. tomorrow with Georgetown, when they'll kick it off at 3 o'clock, we're, we're happy to be a part of it. Well, as you know, I mean, I mean the fact that this is at the Nickerson is, is the, the cherry on the Sunday yeah. for me. I love this kind of stuff. I talked to Cliff Averill about it, and I know you do, mm-hmm. too. Using this... Using radio as 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 a means to spread the word about good things and good deeds yeah. in the community and fundraisers and there's a million people asking for for help and that's because a lot of people need help. Yep. Uh, but but when we can use this just to, to to you know raise the flag a little bit and say hey here's a cool thing you like beer don't you? if you don't like beer I can't imagine why you're listening to this show. <laughs> 
You like beer, don't you? Well, here's a way. Come buy a beer and enjoy a tasty beverage and know that there's a, again, there's a, a small little bit of that that's rolling right downhill to the Ronald McDonald house, and uh, it's uh, that that's, this is a great use. This is the best use of the Puck and Gas show that you could yes. possibly have. If you, lo- if you love beer, tomorrow they will tap Bob's at 3 o'clock here at the Nickerson Street Saloon. And, again, every dollar from the pint race here at the Nickerson uh, goes 100% proceeds to the Ronald McDonald house. And, again, every beer that Georgetown uh, Brewery sells uh, at their brewery of Bob's. And, again, there's, they made four. They usually just have one, the one there, Brown Ale. They have introduced a sour, an IPA, and a chocolate stout this year as well. So four beers total. All of that, all of those proceeds will go to the Ronald McDonald House. You can also donate if you'd like to. Uh, in addition, we'll go over some of the, the, the live auction items that will be available tomorrow. But rmhcseattle.org. You can donate uh, right there, uh, and uh, it's twenty-five, fifty, a hundred, two fundy or five hundred thousand dollars, or other, whatever you want to do to support uh, the Ronald McDonald House. And again, thirty dollars a night supports a family, which is doesn't seem like much. Yeah, it's, it is, it's not much. It, it's fantastic, and, and again, it's such an easy way to be involved sure. and to help and to come to a fun place and yep. enjoy yourself. Uh, Mariners with a big win last night. We'll get to that in our next segment, but uh, that's not the biggest news. The biggest news that came out yesterday uh, from Toronto, they got the series win. Uh, Scott Service is going to step away for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Manny Atka is going to take over as bench coach because Service is going to go attend the graduation of his daughter from Ole Miss. Isn't she getting a, a graduate? She's getting like some like a graduate degree, some highfalutin yes. thing. Yeah. It's a big deal for her. Congratulations! Well, you won't, you won't guess who is going to be sitting next to Manny Atka on the bench. And I, for one. I'm hoping something happens to Manny Anka so this individual can manage the Mariners. We'll tell you who that is coming up next. <laughs> degrees. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Puckett Gas Live Nickerson Street Saloon right here by the Fremont Bridge. The kickoff show. Uh, for Georgetown's release tomorrow, Bob's Brown Ale will be here until 3 o'clock. Ian will be here doing his show from 1 to 3. Coming up later on the show, Manny, the uh, owner of Georgetown, will stop on by. Chris Gerke, the owner of Nickerson Street Saloon, Vanessa. Brown Ale release. All proceeds, 100% going uh, to the Ronald McDonald House. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Is the Manny who's coming by to see us, is that Manny Acta? Is he the same guy? Is Manny Acta same, the guy who runs Georgetown Brewing? Same guy. Well, I'm glad you, you know what? You call, that's a great segue into uh, our topic here. So the Mariners, the Mariners win last night, and that really is the story. Mariners nice victorious, win. nice win. Say, they say, bludgeon Jay Happ to death. And first of all, Jay Happ deserves it because it's J.A. All right? Quit, quit saying J. It's not, it's J.A. Yeah, I know. Why does he do that? It drives me insane. He did it here. And even even you know, any any time a guy leaves here and has success, I don't I don't like it. I'm not I happy for the series was remarkable for me because <laughs> the no hitter I basically completely ignore. Oh. The game where they lose, I watch every single stinking pitch. But Last I, night I'm watching the hockey and I'm like, Oh god, the M's oh. are on and I click over, it's already like nine hundred and four to nothing. Yeah. I'm like, all right, they got this in the bag. They kill them Seager with the grand slam in the first inning, uh, and so that's all they needed. They end up winning a nine to three in the game uh, did not have d gordon he had a toe injury gene segura just continues to hit he filled in with four hits so gordon had a toe injury i thought he was sitting on hold waiting to talk to us uh, 
<laughs> I was like, I said to Renee, I said, you know why he's not on? He's like, they actually got him, and he's on a cell phone. He's uh, waiting for us to put him on the air. You know, D. Gordon is hit, but boy, he is 0 for 3 with us. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's, the, way, that's anyway, the way it goes. But all of this stuff you're telling me is not the biggest news in the uh, Well, I don't think it's the biggest news. So, uh, so they win. Now they're headed off to Detroit. Uh, coming up a little bit later, Marco Gonzalez, who's been fantastic in his last three starts. Uh, Marco will get the ball later today as they start a three-game series with Detroit. And they'll have one more makeup game. Then they'll have a makeup game with Minnesota. Anyways, so the 21-15, playing great baseball. Everyone's fired up in town. You can feel the momentum. You can, you can, you can see it. You can smell it everywhere. Uh, Scott Service has taken a couple of days away uh, from managing the team. Now, this is where I always think it's funny, because there's always one person. Well, I mean, isn't this his job to be the manager? Yeah. Well, okay. His daughter is graduating, I think graduate school, I believe, uh, from Ole Miss. And so he's taken a couple days off to go attend her uh, graduation, which is that's a big moment for anyone, especially as a dad. So Manny Atka, who has, of course, been a manager, he is the bench coach for the Mariners. He's going to take over here in the next two days. Were you was were you here? Was it one of the days you were gone when we had him on? I was gone. You you had he's him. He's just such a delightful guy, a baseball lifer, and 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 just a great. And I appreciate, he's, as you say, he's got experience doing this. This is a, yeah. No disrespect to service. This is a nothing. This is this is the actor can do this with his eyes closed. Well, I, I'm always. I don't know how you are. I, I think that you could really have a baseball game where there's no manager. I, I yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I just honestly, it's it's. It is not the most complicated thing in the world. You need someone, obviously, there to make the decision, like, when we're going to go to the bullpen. Right. But I think managers yeah. would tell you that. A baseball yeah. manager's job often is yeah. the other 21 hours kind of, of psychologist, day, maybe, more than anything. Is, is kind of keeping things together yeah. and, and keeping a group of guys who are together every waking well, minute. And yeah. So, so, yeah, this is nothing for acting. Now, do they have some help for it? Yeah, so I saw this. What's Edgar doing? I saw this last night, and when, I, and th- when this came across my Twitter feed, I just a big grin on my face. So Manny Atka is going to take over for the next two days. So his bench coach, he needs a guy sitting next to him, which will he will throw wisdom into his ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah. Special assistant to the chairman <laughs> Ichiro Suzuki. The next two days will be the bench coach for Manny Atka. So my immediate, I mean, gas. I'm not kidding you. Within two seconds of reading this, I thought of one movie scene. That was perfect. That I that they, this needs to happen in one of the next two days. Jackson can play. Relax. Kick me out of the game. You put me on. No, kick me out of the game, and I start screaming like a mad fool. Well, I guess you got your reasons. You're out of here. That's the great scene from Hoosiers when, of course, Gene Hackman gets himself thrown out of the game because he wants Shooter, of course, played by the, right. by the great Dennis Hopper. He wants Shooter, who's battling alcohol, to take over because he knows Shooter's a great basketball mind, yeah. but he needs him to be on board to be his assistant coach. Yeah. He wants to give Shooter a shot to coach the team. Don't you love the last line? I've done it again. It's uh, up to you. Yeah, it's up to you. All right. <laughs> what do we want to do, Dad? My hope is that Manny Atka sees the light, and over the next two days... Manny, you've had your shot to manage in the big leagues. And you'll get another one, likely. Absolutely. You'll likely get another one. Please, for the love of God, get kicked out of a game. Whatever you do, whether it's tonight or tomorrow... 
do whatever you can to get tossed from the game so Ichiro can be the manager of the Mariners. But, I will die a happy man if this happens. But hang on. Now, wait. And I'm, I'm with you. I think that would be awesome. Wouldn't Edgar probably assume the role? Because I think Edgar's done it in wow. the past. I think Edgar, on the rare occasions when services said, <clears throat> excuse me, and gotten thrown out. Wow. Edgar's not the special assistant to the chairman. He's not. That's true. He does have his own bar named after yeah. him. Though, so I'm not might... sure why they that, – that's a great question. Maybe this is a this is an eternal thing for DePoto and Stan to answer. I'm not sure why Ichiro jumped Edgar because Edgar was, is well, is on the roster or is a coach now. I'm not sure why. It's the old thing. You don't want to – you don't want to – because then somebody's got to be the hitting. You don't want to weaken all your positions. Yeah. So Acta moves into manager. Okay, we need. Okay, look, we got Ichiro. He he loves wearing his uniform and he loves being on the field. Let's put him in. But I think if Acta gets tossed, I I bet the hierarchy is Edgar would step in. Or maybe who's there? Who's the is, is who's their third base coach? Uh, is who Brocious? is it? Is it Brocious? Scott Brocious. Maybe he would step. I I don't know. It, I, it'd be fun to watch the chaos. It'd be fun to listen to Goldie well, and Blow try and figure that out from the booth. Acta's got to get thrown out. I yeah. mean, when he has only one one oh, goal God. tonight or tomorrow, is at some point to get thrown out. Yeah, that'd be that'd be I, because I have got to see each other. at this point. Then you got to force him. So you got to force him to speak. English. If this happens, which, yeah, he's going to need the interpreter with him whenever he goes out to talk to the elf. or Alan Turner. Every time he comes out there, <laughs> is he going to keep having the facade he doesn't speak English, or does he have to bring Alan Turner out? And there? Does Alan have to have a uniform now when he goes out there to well, talk? Well, does Alan Turner now still back in the day when I was covering the team, his interpreter Alan Turner, uh, I, back in the day, we used to wear a uniform pregame and do bull and would catch the bullpen session. Right, right. I don't know if he still does that, but I mean, Ichiro, the special assistant to the chairman, is in full uniform during the game. But here's the good news: now he can, he has been in full uniform for every game, but in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Well, and but he couldn't be in the dugout. Well, now he gets to be in the dugout, full uniform. But that's interesting. Now, how do they pull that off? Now, wait a minute. If he's not allowed in the dugout, I have no idea. We yes. really need to get somebody. To, you would, really want to get Rob Manford on this one? No, don't you? no. I just don't want to know what's going. On. I, I did. Do you think? Because I don't listen. Did they address this in the wheelhouse? Because I might listen to the latest edition of the wheelhouse if I thought for a second. Is this the Jerry Depoto podcast? Yeah, that, that that they addressed. Because if if I'm done, I don't know. Hell, I don't know what's going on here. I barely know where I am. But but I thought it was that Ichiro couldn't be in the you know, under well, this weird thing that they've put him on where he's not retired well, that but he's was, not on the team yeah, anymore. Yeah, well, assistant to the chairman, he couldn't. I don't know. He couldn't be in the dugout. But now that he's going to serve as as Atka's uh, uh, bench coach, that now I guess now he can be he can be on the bench. I don't know. I, well, it, 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 there's a lot of mystery to this. You get there's... your friend on the line. He's retired. I mean, he's semi-retired. Ask him. Who? Who? Which one? Your boy Randy. Randy's not semi-retired. Oh, he just, he's just—he's in a special. He's probably getting muscled out by each role in this little special assistant thing. <laughs> if he's not allowed to dug out during games, but now maybe they can call and say, "Hey, look." Uh, I mean, it's like it's uh, like you're asking your parents for permission. Hey, uh, hi, Rob. Hi, it's me. Uh, it's Jerry. Uh, so Scott uh, is going down to see his daughter get her graduate's degree from Ole Miss, and he's taking a couple days off, and we're moving Manny Acta into the uh, – uh, he's going to be the manager, and now we need a bench coach. Can we get special dispensation oh. to let Ichiro in to be the bench but coach? But then I want I want Ichiro to take over in one of these next two days well, if, if Atka gets thrown out. Look, and then did. I want him to just start doing things like he was as a player, yeah. like I'm not going to steal when I'm going to steal, I'm yeah, going to bunt when I shouldn't bunt. I want him to start doing all of those things, managing that way. Yeah, it'd be like, it'd be like Canoes thing. up. He's he yeah. he. Let's bunt. It, it, it'd be the old thing like Zanino would be on like third and gets the steal sign. And he's like, <laughs> he's like shaking his head. And 
Ichiro gives it to him again, and he's like, "No, no, that's a bad idea." Yes, I want. I that. want all of the unorthodox <laughs> things that that he did as a player. I want that all to translate over oh. to him. Him being uh, the manager, you never know. I mean, Scott Service, he's doing a hell of a job. He's not going to be here forever. No managers here no. forever. Maybe this is the next career for Ichiro, skipper of the M's. You, you know what is delightful God, about this conversation is that we're having it while they're winning. Because if the oh, M's much, are yeah. ten and twenty-eight right now, it's like, what service doing leaving? Why are they putting Ichiro? In? This is the kind of stuff you can have a uh, you can have a field day when yes. they're losing and yes. pick it apart. Yes. Instead of just going, hey, this is actually kind of funny that this is oh, happening. I, I, because we both acknowledge, and I think a lot of baseball people acknowledge that really the manager for the it's the game. I'm talking about when the game starts to when the game ends. Yeah, it's but, just well, not the most complicated. It's not to take anything away from them. No, but no, there's a lot of people that that know when it's right to take a a pitcher out. Okay, there's a left-hander up. Well, I'm going to go get my lefty out of the ball. But, you know, it's, it's not right. complicated. It's, I'm telling you, it's the day-to-day. Yeah. Right. You've, you've got a group of guys who are together, particularly when they're on the road, every waking minute. It's managing all of that. It's keeping an eye on who's got a beef with who. Cause look, in any given major league clubhouse, 25 guys, how many, how many beefs are there at any given moment? A couple? Going on like where this oh, guy doesn't sure. like this guy for something, Absolutely. you know, like, that's just that's human nature. As a manager, that's part of what the manager's doing is keeping an eye on that stuff and making sure it doesn't get anybody's eye off the prize, which is let's win today. And you know what? Speaking of winning today, pal, awesome. By winning yesterday, they're now twenty-one and fifteen. They have now. Are they moved, still on your? your they're pace? not on that pace. They're ahead of that pace because right. to get to ninety wins, you'd have to be twenty and sixteen. Instead, they're twenty-one and fifteen. Ooh. We pace this out. This gets them to eighty-four wins with I think uh, eighteen left. They'd be eighty-four and sixty with eighteen games to go. Who knows what could it? Hey, maybe if you go nine and nine, and those you win nine. Well, right. I mean, they're right now. They're it's I mean, stupid. Just I enjoy, the no, but stupid. I think people just kind of enjoy it. Like the yeah. the I, I don't. I didn't get as much out of this as, as others. I know Ian did, and, and the headline was was one of those things where you know guys like Larry Stone and others don't write the headlines. But they, I think Larry's point in his column last week, if you guys remember, it was like, hey, let's not pump the brakes, but let's just be. Maybe it was a more of a Let's be cautiously optimistic, or yeah. let's just, you know, before we get ahead of ourselves, still a long season to go. Right. And absolutely right. I mean, there, there is a ton of baseball to be played. But, I, you know, I think you agree with this. They just have not been in this position for a very long time. And it's, be, and it's not only that they're playing great baseball. Right. They're an exciting team. Right. With some young – I think the most important thing, why I think people have a different outlook on this team this year than in years past, like maybe when Griffey was back for the first time around and they were playing good baseball to start this season, is because guys that are leading them – I mean, Cruz is still having a good year and Cano and those guys and Seager are young guys. Uh, like you look at, at Hanager and Segura, young guys, young guys that right. you acquired right. and you fleeced another organization yeah. for, yeah. that usually happens to you. And I think it's because of those guys. For me, I'm more optimistic about the team going forward because I see guys like those two in particular, and even D. Gordon, guys that are going to be here for a while that you build around. And that's just something we haven't had in a long time. There is, and then Ichiro being manager in five years is even better. That's even better. Well, you know, to the people, it's only May. It's like, you know. Thanks for the sunshine there, pal. There is nothing wrong with enjoying the enjoyment. Enjoy the enjoyment. We've had enough poop burgers that we've had to eat with this team over the years. Let's enjoy the enjoyment. I I, I, functions. I'm left. 
I'm enjoying the hell out of this start. And I'm enjoying and, and I, I just like, how, and like you, I think any of us who follow the sport go, you know what, this is actually, this looks like a pretty decent club. Now, a lot can happen. A lot could still happen. But why not enjoy the enjoyment for a while? Well, here's what I want. I mean, I just want Manny to get thrown out. And it, whether it's tonight, Manny, do the right thing tonight or tomorrow. Just get thrown out of the game. Let's look. still allow, and it doesn't. You could do it. Hopefully, they get another like easy win tonight. Like let's say they're up, yeah. they're up. Uh, you know, whatever, four or five runs in the fifth inning, and uh, and 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 Acta comes out there and is like, uh, just throw me out of the game. But what do you argue for? You're up five runs. Whatever. Just like that yeah. scene out of Hoosier. Just bounce me. Just so we can see Ichiro Throw me out. come out. Because I want to see Ichiro <laughs> come out. Yeah. And whether he's making a pitching change, whatever. I want him to start going through his stretches. Yeah. I want the whole thing. The whole <laughs> kit and kaboom. Where did you see this, this thing on Ichiro? The M's announced this. Is this do we have a... No, it was... I, I believe the first place I saw it was Greg Johns. Greg, well, that's good enough for me. That's, that's yeah. good enough. All right, well, I'm, I'm very excited about this. Like oh. you, I want to see how the how, how Well, things... usually, not usually, but a lot of times the bench coach will take the lineup card out. Yeah, right. So right. that he could, we may see him tonight or tomorrow take the lineup card will out. Will he stretch during that? There, oh, there's, a, got, there's a poll question for how many? When's the last time, Gas, that you've had a guy that was on the team this year then transition to a special assistant to the chairman but is in full uniform during the games and going through batting practice? Here's the best part about the story tonight in the next two nights. Um, will he go through batting practice and fielding fly balls even though he's going to be serving as bench coach tonight? Yeah, he's, he's been asked to do a lot. He's, oh, he's being asked to he, do a lot. But yes, he's a he, may wear, he may wear himself out. <laughs> need a little binky at the end of the night. So that's the big story. Uh, Manny Atka <laughs> is uh, the, new, the new manager of the Mariners here for the next two nights because uh, Scott Service uh, is uh, to go attend the uh, graduation of his daughter from Ole Miss. So Ichiro as bench coach here for the next two nights. And what we want from Manny is to get thrown out of the game here in the next uh, two nights. One of the two. I don't care which one it is. And uh, allow Ichiro to fulfill his destiny. Manager of the Seattle Mariners. Even for just one night. Yeah, and then when, I mean, does Jerry DePoto have kids? I'm, I'm not Let's sure. Let's assume he does. Yeah. Maybe I, one I of them's know. graduating. I want Ichiro at some point of this year to fill in for Jerry DePoto's manager. He is the special assistant to the GM. general manager. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. and then what his first act, he trades Felix. How about Kevin Martinez needs a few days off and he oh, becomes, Kevin he becomes, and, and, and there are Greg Green, one of the marketing sure. guys down there. And, and so he would do suddenly an Ichiro bobble. We do like five Ichiro bobblehead nights in a row. <laughs> This uh, is so fun to have this conversation with them winning. It's just awesome. All right, more from the Nickerson Street Saloon Pucket Gas here. We're here until 3 o'clock. Ian's, of course, doing his show from here as well, 1 to 3. The kickoff show tomorrow, Georgetown Brewery will unveil their Bob's Brown Ale. 13th year they've been doing it, raising money for the Ronald McDonald House uh, in honor of their friend, Bob, who passed away from cancer throughout the afternoon. We'll, we'll just uh, tell you the little stories about Bob and also the event that's going to be happening here tomorrow at the Nickerson Street Saloon. To learn more. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Ah, welcome back to the Nickerson Street Saloon. Puck and Gas with you. We're going to be here until 1 o'clock. Ian will take over. Day long. Uh, go for back tomorrow, which will be uh, the Bob's Brown Ale release, 13th year that uh, Georgetown Brewery has been doing that in honor of their friend uh, Charles Bob Hirsch, who passed away back in 2005, fought cancer for over half of his uh, 21 years that he was alive. Uh, his mother went to Manny, or Manny went to his mother and said, I'd like to do something for Bob. I want to brew, brew, uh, brew a beer for him. And uh, in his honor, 
and uh, we'll give all proceeds. Where would you like it to go? And she said, uh, I'd like it to go to the Ronald McDonald House. They helped us from Alaska coming down uh, to stay there. And so for just $30 a night, uh, an entire family can stay at the Ronald McDonald House there in Seattle. And so 100% of all the proceeds uh, that they raise here with Bob's Brown Ale, they've got four beers now, all go to the Ronald McDonald House. Uh, we'll talk to uh, Manny coming up later in the show. Ian will stop on by. Chris Gerke, the owner of the Nickerson Street Saloon, who's just begging to get on the radio. He, yeah, thinks, he's, this, yeah. he, well, he thinks he's a big star. And this is going to be his moment to shine. He, he came walking over and kind of waved, and I'm like, have they let the general public in already? Yeah. And then I recognized him. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. It's, doors, it's uh, doors open here at 1130 or so. And so if you want to come on by, if you're in the neighborhood, stop on by for lunch. I guarantee the Fremont Bridge will be open. You can pop on in, grab lunch, grab a beer, yeah. and then uh, come in, and then the bridge will go down. There's nothing more relaxing than sitting on the patio at the Nickerson Wild. We've got a cocktail poll question yes. and you can come in and see one of the cool things about the nickerson is they've got great uh, you know, memorabilia on the they walls do. and it's been the same for you and it's not too much you, know, you walk into some places it's like you've, you've stumbled into an episode of hoarders yeah this is not there but and we've got our, our thing today was the coolest memorabilia at the nickerson street saloon and it's kind of predictable the the photo of ali standing over liston has the big lead a tepid turnout so far though so you could go affect the results if you'd like right now by going to twitter to at gasman 206 and follow me while you're there because as i say puck i'm desperate for attention i i need <laughs> validation in who i am 48 percent say ali over liston second place would be my choice which is 26 uh, percent of the voters say the hunter s thompson corner you familiar with hunter thompson yes the author? of course so big corner over here uh, uh, back there including his his great piece about why it's important to vote it's just it's about 100 words maybe 200 words on why you should vote and it's fantastic uh 20 percent say elvis and nixon in the oval and i mean that is that is a classic and then only six percent say in the srv the stevie ray vaughn photo which it's the cover i think of of his last album i think it was, it was called in step but it's it's him he's kind of hugging a guitar he's got his head bowed down it's a beautiful photo and it's above the bar you can vote at uh, gasman 206 it's another reason to come in here and, and and see the cool stuff they've got have a bob's is it yes. bob's beer or bob's brew Bra bob's brown ale bob's brown ale yeah then tomorrow so so tomorrow will be the if they'll tap the cakes tomorrow at three o'clock here at the nickerson street saloon so three o'clock here tomorrow if you want to come on by again all the proceeds go to the ronald mcdonald house uh, here at the nickerson street saloon who's been doing it every single year minus i think the first year when they did it someplace else but they've been doing it every year uh here at the nickerson street saloon they nickerson has been such a great partner with them and all the other bars across seattle are great as well mm -hmm. this is the one place in which every pint they sell 100% of the proceeds go back to the Ronald McDonald House. And so uh, they do it out here every year. There will be live auction items. We'll go over those. There's some great, great live auction items, especially if you are a Seahawks. If you are a Seahawks fan slash beer fan, the live auction items tomorrow are fantastic. We'll go over those coming up uh, in our next hour. Tony Softley is going to join us coming up at the top of the hour as well. His weekly visit, uh, talking all things NFL with him. I have, though, before we leave, give you an update on David Price. We talked about David Price yesterday. He missed his start right. because he was playing too many video games. He was playing Fortnite. Right. And he had carpal tunnel syndrome. Yeah, I found out I misspelled the night part of Fortnite. I, mean, I should have known oh. that with it being a we were going to purposely misspell 
the word night in the Fortnite thing. So I screwed that up. Sorry uh, about David that. David Price, who is owed $150 million over the next four years, missed a start this week because he was playing video games. Now, he's denied it. He said it's not because of video games. It's because of something else. But literally, the doctor who explained the injury, it is like the dictionary definition of playing too many video games. Right. Carpal tunnel syndrome. You, you, yeah, right. And, the, and then we read the piece from The Athletic where the, 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 the reporter said it's a it's a wide, not problem, it's just everyone's playing it inside their clubhouse. Right, right. And Price admitted, I even played on game days. So Price said uh, yesterday that video games are not the cause of his carpal tunnel syndrome, but stressed that he won't play the popular Fortnite in the team clubhouse again to, quote, to avoid the distraction that it has caused. Uh, Price goes on to say, I've always played it with my teammates during the offseason at the field, at the hotel. That's kind of my generation. That's what we do. If I, need to shut, uh, if I need to shut down video games and pick up a new hobby, then so be it. But I don't think it's the cause. What happened to the old school baseball player that when they were on the road with their teammates, they got done with the game, they drank and chased tail around? What happened <laughs> to that guy? I, I like Because that's, the, that's the, how I grew up. Loving baseball and loving the players is because it was that image of like Mickey Mantle. I, I just like the kind of the defiant attitude because it would be so easy to just go, you know, I got a little carried away with this. I am addicted to video. I love playing them. I'm going to dial it back because if there's any chance this is messing with my ability to earn a living. But instead, it's like, well, I'll, I'll stop. But this is well, what's causing it. Then why are you stopping? He doesn't sound like a guy who's stopping, I guess. He sounds like a nerd is what he sounds like. <laughs> I mean, come on. You're a professional baseball player. Now, if you're married, don't chase around. But if you're single, what are you doing in your hotel room playing video games? I don't know. There's a hotel bar. There's a lot of groupies that hang out there. Maybe perhaps put down the video controller and go see, uh, go get a cocktail. Yeah, maybe he's a family guy. Okay. You don't want to chase tail. He wants to play video games. Holy Lord. <laughs> Tony Softly uh, is, will join us next. Our weekly visit uh, with our Seahawks, uh, our NFL GM and executive. We'll get the very latest uh, with the Seahawks' other NFL stories. Puck and Gas live from the Nickerson Street Saloon.